this week in car audio. audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in. We'll be talking about bass, talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem, you haven't found, check your grounds. This show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. I wonder how Welcome many are to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, co-hosted by the superstar internet sensation, movie star, <laughs> looks like he's throwing the world's worth of three X's out there, Mr. Jeffrey Fernandez. What's up, Jeff? Hey, what's going on? Looks like my, my uh, camera froze again. <laughs> okay, there we go. You, we were having issues last <laughs> week. Yeah, I think I had too much stuff open on the uh, computer, and it just, like, took a dump. <laughs> okay. Looks like it's okay now. Uh, let's see if I can't get the... Talking about base. There we go. Let's see if I can't get this thing going. Uh, so, it looks like you got a show coming up, or your... Uh, Oh, click to expand. There we go. Did you guys hear that in the background? <laughs> no. What was that? Didn't hear anything. Okay, good. Oh, there we go. Alejandra's in there. All right. So we're waiting for people. People are going to be showing up here shortly. Um, let me start sharing this real quick. Um, boom. Event share to groups. Uh, so what do you got going on, Jeffrey? Um, anything new n coming up, or what do we got doing? Oh, uh, yeah, just uh, right behind me here. I've uh, got a triple point event coming up Sunday, February 19th. Uh, we were actually going to have it uh, Sunday, February 12th. Uh -huh. But I guess they, they got this uh, football game. I don't know, football That's game silly. going on that, <laughs> that weekend. So we're like, oh, well, we got to move it. Uh, we got to move it the following Sunday. So. Uh, yeah, it's going to be at Crossfire Car Audio here in uh, Grapevine, Texas. It's going to be another triple point event. It's on the uh, calendar. Uh, check it out for uh, all the details. Uh, dbdragracing.com. <laughs> all right. How are you doing for getting your uh, season together? Uh, it's going pretty good. I, I got a couple leads on some summer shows, believe it or not. So we're going to be jam-packed during the summer so as uh, soon as that uh, all works out i'll, I'll uh, put it online and uh, everybody here will be the first to know <laughs> all right yeah so i'm working whoa whoa i guess my tv just shut off there we go starting to get some things in here trying to share this to as many sites as i can real quick on some summer shows believe it or not whoa who's that is that me or you <laughs> no, that was me oh okay uh we got some Sorry. people posting in here from uh, all the way from Barbados Mike Roth says hi DB Don you are the one behind beyond audio right so speaking ah. of beyond audio uh, we got him on here this isn't the first time we've had him on here um, and uh, he's actually here to answer questions from you guys he's uh, one of the most knowledgeable guys I know as far as um, car audio goes the guy's super duper smart um, our guest tonight, DB Don, all the way from Canada. How's it going, Don? 
Hey, it's good. It's good to be back. Thanks. So, why don't you, um, hold on a second. Uh, Ramos checking in here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? There we go. Oh, where do we start? We've got to cover 35 years <laughs> worth? Yes. Uh, we only have an hour show, okay? <laughs> uh, basically, uh, if, if you know a little I'm bit of the on. history, <laughs> I got into car audio very, very young. You know, uh, starting out even before I had a license, you know, uh, my older brother driving the shows. And, uh, of course, I did the builds. Yep. And I uh, fast forward a little bit, go to Mobile Dynamics, take the schooling, come back, run a shop, uh, move on from there, go on to another shop. Uh, from there, actually, is where I got the DB Don name, one of the other installers. Uh, he said I had a knack for touching vehicles and they would get louder. So Magically louder. <laughs> yeah, well, there was this, there was this one uh, vehicle. It needed to gain about four and a half dB. And it just needed to? It Well, because it was Slam Jam in Canada. That was a big thing back then. Okay. Oh, and, okay. Uh, you know, they actually had five thousand dollar prize money for first dang wow so yeah so it was a big event that slam jam but yeah i i've spent all night no sleep worked on the vehicle rebuilt the enclosure uh inside did airflow changes to it tuning changes pulled carpet out put in you know uh tweed uh, if you remember what tweed is <laughs> yeah <laughs> Very and, familiar uh, with the tweed. So, basically created a fourth-order design through the rear window of a Ford Ranger, and uh, we gained that 4.5 dB. Actually, it was 4.7. And uh, it, it was, uh, at the time, it was two PPI Art Series 1,200-watt amps on six 15-inch jail 15-inch uh, subs, the W1s. But uh, yeah, that that went on to be a really great uh, a great time. But yeah, that's how I got the name. Uh, every vehicle I touched, they they were like DB Don. <laughs> Magically, <laughs> it just right. stuck. It just stuck. <laughs> so. Um. All right. Uh. So. Um. While we have them in here, um. I just want to mention real quick to everybody. I want to thank uh, once again our sponsors for today's uh, show, Puns Customs and crossfire car audio if you guys want to support the show want to be a sponsor on here all you have to do is uh, send jeffrey or myself a uh, message and we will get the info to you uh 12 years ago now and then there's a youtube here that mike roth put up not sure what that's for probably his 15 inch uh beyond audio subs that he just posted he has oh uh, yes yeah, let's see here. So it's in the chat right here on the uh, Facebook side. <laughs> let's see what that says. Gorilla Zoe Money Man something or other. So I'm guessing it's Beyond Audio 15's video. That's cool. So, Don, since we do have – oh, that's awesome. I don't know why my screen keeps shutting off. Um, uh, since we do have uh, – uh, who's in here? Jose Ramos. And he would be the world record holder in Cyclone Demo Wall and Cyclone Demo No Wall. 
Okay. Um, so obviously he's got some talent. Why don't you tell him about your um, uh, your hand in helping create that uh, format? Uh, that there started way back when I was uh, pestering Wayne about uh, Cyclone format, and he had no clue. Uh, kind of he was on the fence on what he wanted to do. He know he wanted to use the RTA. He know you know he wanted the something to incorporate sound control over the entire system. And I, I had already created a format way, way back in, I think it was 1994 where it was a point based system where the lower, lower in frequency, you were awarded bonus points. I pitched that to him and uh, he loved it adopted it we kind of tweaked it a little bit you know with the the rest of the judges and himself and uh, it went on to the first you know in you know uh format with the rta and the install was included and uh, that was i think that was kind of a hit um i know you yourself were heavily involved with testing a lot of that stuff we were doing yes um, yeah. It, I, I, the cool thing about the format is when you're looking from first place all the way down to last place at an event, the difference yeah. is only 15% or so. Yeah. I mean, it's a very. It, it does level the playing field. I mean, and then if you eliminate the anomalies like Jose Ramos or something out of it, then the difference is sing, less than you know small single digits. Yeah. So it's actually a very good format for um, promoters and whatnot that aren't familiar with it um, or don't. Whoa. Everybody just jumped around on me there. That wasn't cool. <laughs> You're still good here. No. It, um, it, yeah, something changed on my end. I don't know what it was. Anyway, um, so uh, Tyler Archer says, hello, friends. <laughs> Anomalies. Uh, Jose Ramos wants to know what an anomaly. So the anomalies, uh, LOL, of course, is those people that are so driven and so good at a particular style or format that they build for it and their numbers are just insane. Not unlike Mr. Jose Ramos. <laughs> so what? Uh, also what the, the original idea there was was for one class originally and then mm -hmm. expanded into more but we had this old uh, crx when we were testing the format we had the crx it had a dd ninety five twelve, i believe and we were doing into the 150s at 20 hertz the enclosure was literally the whole back end of the car but mm -hmm. it was keeping up with the walled vehicle uh, which was my old S10, and it was doing not quite at 20. I could never really peak it at 20. I got it to peak at about 26 hertz, but it was doing 57s, and the points from that car was very close to what mine was. So it kind of gave the the smaller cars mm -hmm. able, you know, the ability to kind of match up with the bigger ones. And the best example that we're going to find of this is Team Mini. Right. 
So uh, Tyler know. Archer wants to know uh, Justin Morrow's car. Justin, no, I don't think it was Justin's. Maybe it was. Uh, I think it was actually. He had a the CRX for a bit. Yes. Okay. Uh, I don't think we used his car in testing, so I I can't go back into Term Lab and or the Term Pro site and go and look at scores. This was just in the shop testing. Mm-hmm. So. So Tyler says he misses the old Cyclone point system. That would be the only thing we we've changed really is the RTA. So we <laughs> removed the RTA portion of it. Um, and the install. Oh yeah, and the install. Sorry, the install. R- RTA and install. It, um, the those two, uh, those two things. The install really did um, hurt the your average SPL competitor because their mm-hmm. install typically didn't have fuses, didn't have processors, uh, stuff like that. And yeah, but go ahead. The format isn't gone. No, we just if we can if we can get enough people into demo classes, fill them up, make the brackets bulge with people. Yeah, I think we can get that back. Hmm. So that's the motivation. There was a kind of there was kind of a concern someone had brought up to me. I think when I was doing the, the old Cyclone way where we did the RTA, there was a guy, I think he had said he was like some world champion in a different organization, and then he didn't score as high on the RTA portion mm-hmm. of Cyclone. Is, the, is there like a difference? Or when you guys you're, were first? You're probably talking about Mark Eldridge, the first finals that I ran it mm-hmm. at World Finals. That's when I believe Clay took it that year. Okay. And... Uh, Mark Eldridge. And that was in that was the one in Oklahoma, right? Yeah. And Mark and I were sitting in his vehicle. We're working on the, the score there. And it was kind of a, a trial run at finals for it, which went really well. But everyone kind of got time to play on it, to learn the system. Right. And the biggest thing that that Mark had mentioned was just the different microphones. Uh-huh. You would you would oh, literally okay. have to tune on the same microphone to get perfect scores all the time. So he was using a different Right, and that's when we were using the C2, I think. Yes, the C2, yeah. Yep. So, so um so Team Mini jumps in here real quick, Mr. Stefan. <laughs> RTA was maybe the competitors I think it means competitor needs to make the system better. Um so, but anyway, it will uh, go on with the what you're saying about Mark Eldridge and the C2. Yeah, so you know, had he had more time with it, I'm sure he would have did really well. His score was very close to I think 400. Mm-hmm. And uh you know, and and that was out of his uh his rally his race car there that he uses for his classes now. Yeah, um <laughs> Tyler chimes in the DSP's made this so much easier too. Yes, the DSPs, <laughs> that that the DSPs, especially the the quick auto tuning DSPs, and then you just yep. go in and just tag off any peaks that are kind of not you know flagging you. <laughs> and then Wayne had actually made it easier yet when the RTA system is telling you which ones to adjust. Yes, 
<laughs> by turning yellow so, or red or whatever, right? Yeah, it goes purple, yellow, red. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing because it, it kind of coaches you along. Yeah. And in that sense, if you're sitting there and you're learning and you have a term lab, you, you have the RTA, and you don't know, kind of know what to do, you can kind of look at what it's telling you to do, and you can adjust on mm -hmm. your DSP and see the, the real-time changes. Oh, yeah. So so we do. We got our first question. Hey, guys, remember, the whole thing with Don today is you can ask him questions, uh, and then obviously when you guys ask him one question, he's going to go off because he's got way, <laughs> way too much knowledge in the in all of these fields all to <laughs> to to share it all within an hour show but we'll do the best we can so we got a question here from <clears throat> mel valadez says so db don what class are you building for now i uh, i want to build for demo no wall and the reason i say that oh, is because that's coming after jose go ahead <laughs> the, well it, the, my challenge is time right now I don't have the time to get in there and tear it apart and deaden uh, this being one problem. But, and then I got this hand to do. But I built Cyclone because I love that type of format. And I never really had a chance, the, the financial ability or, you know, the time we're working on the time. But Cyclone. Uh, the demo no wall is what I would like to do. And, you know, I have this caravan. Yeah. Everybody throws a wall in it. You look around and you think, what is something? Nah, that's Jeffrey, rarely... Jeffrey puts a no wall in those. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, it, and wins championships. It's rarely done. <laughs> it's rarely, rarely done, done, yeah. I yeah. think there's just so yeah. much room. They just they just throw a wall in it and, you know, call it quits. Yeah. But... <laughs> So with no wall, it makes it makes it more challenging, I guess. Number one, they peak at when it's sitting stock. This one peaks at fifty-one. When you okay. put a wall in it, they peak between fifty-seven and sixty-two. Right. right. So the challenge now is when I'm deadening it, I gotta shift that peak down to twenty. Oh, you mean you're going to strategically deaden different panels to help tune yes. the vehicle? Why would you do something <laughs> yeah. silly like that, Don? That's what I've been teaching for over years. <laughs> you mean quarter wave theory and deadening to uh, well, help either help the wave or kill part of the wave? The, a 20 hertz wave will not complete. <clears throat> no, it won't. So you got to go to half wave, right? Or quarter wave. Oh, so you go to hard. half wave. Yep. So that's kind of how I've been doing things all along and teaching it. And, you know, it's not just measure the quarter wave or half wave and just that's what you peak it to because obviously uh, pressure changes it. Mm -hmm. Let's jump over to something that's more familiar. Sixth order walls. Yeah. Series tuned sixth order walls. Hey, you and I were talking about porn, uh, ported horns and yes, and and sixth order walls back in like two thousand. Yes. You and I we were, were doing that and designing and sharing and way yes. back in two thousand. And if you remember back then, when I was uh, doing the small 
scale testing, right. the best output was always when you tune the low end. Mm-hmm. So let's let's say you tuned at 20 or or 17 hertz. If you tune at 20, your front end is going to be tuned at. Oh, you cut out four. there, Don. You, hold on. It, it, this is important. This is important information. You say yes. if you tuned at 20, your if front end. At, if you're tuning at 20, now we're not we're not even going to touch the ratios of band pass on the air spaces. Let's just go with your because that affects your airspace and everything else. Let's just go with resonance. Mm-hmm. The resonance tuning of the rear, if you're at 20, what would be the logical harmonic that would amplify 20, 40, 80, 160, right? Right. So your next tuning, your next tuning of the front opening of the series tune would be roughly that 40 hertz. Mm-hmm. Now you can verify that if you just go to the computer and you just throw subs in a box and say that's tuned at 20 and 40, you're going to be way off. You have to throw an impedance graph. You have to pull a graph off of it, verify the tunings. If they're on, good. But if they're off, you have to adjust. Chad Geary popping in the chat. All right. And And who? (laughs) Chad. Hey, how you doing? Okay, uh, so real quick, uh, Tiffany, she's out of Bridgetown, Barbados, if you don't remember them. Uh, so she says, do your thing, Don. I have my notebook ready. Share whatever you know. <laughs> we could be here for 12 hours. On I know. Um, so so t- hold on, wait. Tyler Archer wants to know about when's Beyond Audio coming back. Is there any plans for that? Um, actually, I don't think I'll be bringing back um, Beyond Audio, but okay. – there was a question uh, Jacob put out there if uh, if he should use the inhuman name for the, the new 18 that he was producing. Uh, Jacob Fuller? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's got the, uh, I think it's a limited quantity 18-inch, and the question was put out there, should we call this thing an inhuman? Okay. And that was so, a, a line that you that uh, you had, right? I, no, I did not design it. Ah. Just, it's just a cool name. Uh, <laughs> maybe it, you know, it, it's kind of along that superhero type thing, and you know how the world is all superhero crazy. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's uh, it'll be a cool thing. But as far as me designing and retailing woofers, I don't think I'd do that. I have helped companies design woofers, and they've come out with my designs. But uh, as far as my own line, I don't see it. Yeah, not 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 right now. Yeah, I've been there with you. Done the same thing, you know. Just help people out to, cause, and, and that's uh, from the love mm-hmm. of wanting to see the community grow and the technology get better, right? Because yeah. if we share what we know. It's gonna make everybody better in the long run, right? Everybody that's everybody you see that's a uh, that's standing tall now in the industry are standing up on the shoulders of some other giant <laughs> that came before them, and just stacking it up yep. and getting bigger and better. Um, I yep. fully agree with that. Um, like the 
Go ahead. Go ahead. I okay, say the Go ahead. You Don. The, your turn. The first version uh-huh. of the DC Neo that Clay had built. Okay. He got that design from me. Okay. So the first version, V1, the, you know, the one where he has the video and it's slamming together and where he's <laughs> assembling it. And uh, so that design is done very well. Um, and you, you obviously see how impressive they've been doing. Yep. Uh, the One of the later ones that I can tell you about is the CP Audio 1200 series. Okay. I'm not sure if you've heard of them. I have not. It's a newer, a newer company, and uh, they wanted that thing to dominate on the lows. So they sent over some product, they sent over parts, and that's the sort of thing I'll do. I'll say, well, okay, send it over, rebuild, break it, rebuild, break it, rebuild, break it, test it. You know, four versions, five versions later, you got something you're happy with, and. It, it turned out quite well because that's the 12s that I used in the van <laughs> to to pull off that 44. So so uh, Jose says I'm I'm not turning it up until somebody passes 150 dBs at 20 hertz. Oh yeah, yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> Whoever wants that's demo a... no wall better, bring the sauce from Jose Ramos. Yeah, yeah, absolutely agree because I think once the once the method of containing the energy that is required, I mean, you can do the math on how much energy you're, you're putting out, but at 20 hertz, we're going to have a magnitudes more than, say, 40, you know, 60, 80. Right. And uh, the, the amount of constant pressure in one direction on the panel, we're, we're looking at probably several hundred pounds per door so, so just um, so so people understand where don's getting this from so you look at the sine wave for a subwoofer the lower the note the longer the sine wave is so it looks like this is like a 20 hertz note say right where you look at just for instance a 200 hertz note looks more like this okay so it bounces that much now when it hits that panel if it's a long sloping that 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 wave has the same amount of energy as that same wave that goes like this. But when the panel's this far away, this one has used up so much energy versus this one that only looped once and then hit the panel. So that's why Don's saying at 20 hertz, you're going to have much more pressure on that panel than you would say at 40 hertz. Is that accurate, you're, Don? You're gonna have the same pressure at 60 hertz as 20 but you got to include the resonance of the door okay so the time the time it takes to crest and come back on a 60 hertz cycle is not as long mm -hmm. so when you have when you have a, an off tuning as far as 20 hertz where let's say your door resonates at 65 70 hertz it's closer to resonance at 60 hertz so that 60 hertz the door after a few cycles might be opposite phase so it's kind of resisting that pressure mm -hmm. whereas uh 20 we have it's off so it's it's constantly working in tandem with that wave 
uh, so it's like an alignment kind of thing. Yeah, and yes. it's and it's, Time it's alignment. all based. It's all based on resonance, complex wave, uh, the you know how it builds up in the cabin, and if you slow mo a, a vehicle playing lows, mm -hmm. you can actually see that ripple effect go from the back to the front, and um, it, I should have captured it on this thing when I had it running because it was. It was like tinfoil, the whole thing, stock vehicle. <laughs> wow. And uh, I slow mowed it, and you can actually see when the woofers come up, because they were facing up, the windows came out, but the back windows came out slightly fractions of a second more than each panel. Okay. Uh, so Jose Ramos says, uh, nice to hear another builder that actually verifies tuning uh, via impedance graphs. So Well... Yeah. I've been preaching death for so long. <laughs> and people were were like, why were you doing deaths? Because, well, why'd you hook all the woofers up and run them through that thing? I didn't even hear anything. That's right. One <laughs> watt, right? Yes. <laughs> and, and when you're testing with deaths, you have to be absolutely quiet. If there's airplanes oh, yeah. going over, if there's airplanes over top, you have to be quiet. It's more accurate when it's quiet. Yep. So it's it's a very good tool if you remember that you're only testing at one watt. Those parameters change when you add power. Mm -hmm. Now you can kind of you can kind of predict the change that's happening when you calculate impedance at your note and then you go a bit off and you calculate impedance. You can kind of extrapolate the higher power shift yeah so and, so the only thing that you don't like there's programs to help with all this um but the only thing they don't help you understand is power compression because you have a yes. mechanical mechanical limit to the driver so that's yeah. the only thing that you can't do through a mathematical formula the rest of the stuff you have and not that the mathematical formula is going to be perfect for you either, but it's going to get you close enough to where now it's real-world fine-tuning at that point. How's that? Pretty accurate? Yep. And what I also try to tell people is when you're finding out kind of what's the limits, just find the find out where it breaks. Back it off a little bit. Mm -hmm. And where you can consistently – well – even consistently testing, if you can consistently test over and over and over with the same situations, giving cooling times, voltage, the more mistakes you make in a consistent testing situation, the louder you're gonna you're gonna see more paths to success. Yeah. So, uh, so speaking of that pressure. Uh, Jose Ramos yep. says, yeah, I strapped the doors with a thousand pound strap and it snapped mid run. <laughs> wow. And yeah, then... there. Go ahead. There is so much energy at, at oh, that yeah. low frequency. And, you know, I was, uh, I was running approximately 6,000 watt to the four twelves. And it was at first it was breaking like a 47 one at 20 Hertz. Uh, before the panel started busting and losing SPL. But on the flip side, 
I could take one of those 12s, a single 12, throw it in there, and at 2,000 watts, it was already breaking a 50 at 51 hertz. Yeah, so so that's what I was trying to explain to people back in the days when you um, <coughs> when I built mine, I was running, I think, four 12s on 2,000 watts doing 56s and 58s. Right. Yeah. It was just about efficiency and fine tuning. And that was exactly what it was a six order box in 2003. Right. It was a six yeah. order wall. It, not a difficult system. Uh, the only problem was, is uh, as I was learning that process. So I stuck the first 15 in to, to get a ambient tune of the vehicle in the box because you have to tune that. Right. And yep. uh, yeah, that peaked at 18 hertz. <laughs> I go, oh, I think the box is a little big for eight at eighteen hertz. So yeah. yeah, I got that. I got that corrected. And and when you start figuring this stuff out, and I was tuning the box, and every time I went up a frequency, I went up to one to one and a half dB to where I got to one fifty six at you know with less than two, right at about two thousand watts. I ran a fifteen hundred watt amp, ran it at sixteen volts. So yeah, I was getting just under two thousand watts, which was one of the biggest amps of the time. Um, Jose says I preach DATs and TS parameters and it's like people actively want to avoid science-based building versus someone else's rule of thumb <laughs> you can only you can only like the science gets the ballpark yes the, the in the vehicle testing the actual uh, the, the putting the RTA in there adding Deadner Tap that panel with a rubber mallet. See where it resonates. Yep. Do it a couple times. For example, your roof. We're, we're limited to X amount of deadener that yep. you can fit under there before it starts being noticeable. So if you're at a point where you've added, let's say that you've added, I don't know, an inch of deadener and you're still resonating at like 40 hertz and you can't add no more, stop because 40 hertz is a harmonic of 20 yep so don't try to don't try to push it down to the 30 hertz because 30 is gonna is hurt not you. a harmonic yep of 20 uh jose says i'll step back and let don explain from the little i've watched he might have a better grasp in order to explain i can grasp it but explaining it for me sometimes doesn't go the best <laughs> um uh, t uh, uh, Mal Valadez was asking, um, let's see, where was he at? He was asking, he said, I'm going to sit back and uh, I would love to learn from Jose Ramos. And Oh, there he is. I would love to learn this theory from uh, Don and Jose Ramos. And oh uh, <laughs> Tyler says, don't, don't have Don teach you this in uh, Borden Hotel, 12 beers deep. So what's oh, all yeah. that about, Don? <laughs> oh, we used, to, we used to have shows, and we would have a show, and I would specifically schedule it on a UFC night. So we would have a show. Ah, nice. Cyclone would be the most popular format, DB mm -hmm. Drag, followed by, you know, Base Race. We'd do the show, pack <clears> up, <throat> head to the, the in-laws, had a restaurant-slash-bar. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'd watch UFC, drinking beers, eating way too hot of hot sauce. But, yeah, so uh, you guys stumbling home, possibly. Oh, that 
Well, there was one time where we couldn't drive. But we, <laughs> we, you could walk, and it was only a few blocks home. So, so did those but, yeah. conversations, at those evenings, did they become more technical, less technical, more broad? Or what, what oh, were those conversations oh, like? God forbid, God forbid we went and did some testing on those nights <laughs> because it was like, where's what did we test that? I don't know. Just send it. <laughs> Just send it. <laughs> Just so yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's you got to have a limit when you're t when you're doing the tweaking and the testing, and you want to, you, you gotta you gotta limit it. Mm. But uh, I remember five hour phone call with Mel. <laughs> oh wow! Okay. okay. Yeah, he he he's had some uh, some work in his vehicle. I hear. No, he so, uh, actually won a championship yeah. this last year, right? Yeah. Uh, I think two years ago. It was two years ago, and he traveled but, both to uh, East Coast and West Coast finals to do it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. I saw that, yes. So that was awesome. Uh, he's, he's coming back this year for some titles, too, he's told me. So. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he's – I mean – He's an SPL guy, so I don't know if he uh, wants to hard, learn all of this. <laughs> he, he described – and I, I know he's listening, but he described <laughs> the amount of work he goes through just to do one little change. And man, he will draft something, get it CNC'd just for that point one or the chance for point one. Just like a lot of the extreme guys are doing, they're spending huge amounts of time and effort, which has mm -hmm. to be uh, not easy. So, anyone who's doing that, hats off to you. Um, just keep going at it. That's, you know, if you're if you're online and you're just doing a copy paste box and you're trying to see what other people are doing, you're only going to get so far because you have to understand what you're looking at, what you're doing, and a lot of a lot of people I'm going to say they innovate. A lot of people like to copy, but then they convert to innovators because yep, you know DB Drag is full of amazingly talented and knowledgeable people. But these these people, they can look at a, a vehicle. They can go, that's six cubic feet, 36 by, they could name off the dimensions, right. go home, re recreate that exact thing, and have completely the wrong results. <laughs> Why uh, is that? They can have the exact same car, yep. exact same box, and the completely different results. And the reason for that is anywhere from right down to the vehicle glue joints for the body panels. But yeah. most of the time, you can trace those differences back to resonance. If you, if you use, let's say you used a, a sundown deadener, mm -hmm. really rigid. And then let's say you went with like a dynamatic stream, which is the aluminum backed, Butyl. you know, yeah. asphalt. Not as stiff, but it's you know it's a different it's just resonance. density, right? That's all that yeah. one's doing. It's just adding density. Yes, or the really big one that I've seen when I've consulted when people call is they said I filled my car with foam. Well, what <laughs> kind of foam? What kind of foam did you use? I filled this panel. Did you use spray foam or a two-part polyurethane foam? Yeah. Oh, I just went to. Went to Home Depot and got some. <laughs> got some foam. good stuff. Well, 
that does okay if you're trying to just drop resonances, but if you're trying to change the resonance at a higher frequency or or you know or just fill and make it rigid, you want the the two part. And that a lot of those little details, uh, a lot of the new guys, they're lost because they they go well. I put foam in it, but now you're telling me this foam is better. Yes, you know. <laughs> And uh, so go ahead. we we should be preaching vehicle work is probably more important in the final test and tune than actually the, the actual product and the enclosure. Yep. So I told if people all the time, I took a station wagon, uh, a Subaru station wagon, and I was the third guy in the world to hit a 150 in street class. I remember that. Yeah. And with. That was a wicked one. No, that wasn't even the wicked <laughs> one. I, I I was talking oh. to you and that's when we were, we were, we took a standard ported box and we essentially folded a horn off the back side of it in the back of a station wagon. Okay. And uh, that's when I ran your uh, subs at that. That was the first time I ran your subs or anybody had seen your subs over here in California. And all of a sudden, I had all kinds of faces glued to the back. I'm like, whoa, what the hell is this? You know, out yeah. of nowhere, some guy that they've never seen before hits the you know third guy in the world to ever hit a 150. So yeah, um, and an, another little feather in the cap for those Beyond products was, and and you were with me early on in this mm -hmm. too. We offered those subwoofers before anybody else had anything. You couldn't just call up and say, I needed it this color with this coil with that. <laughs> I needed it right seven spiders, four spiders, whatever. And what they would do is they would send their their install specifications and we would actually build for that many, many times. I actually on on some of the people, I actually built their enclosure and I kind of tried to mimic their installation mm -hmm. a couple of times i actually wasted five to six soft part recones just getting it right yeah and, and that, that makes sense um uh so uh sq sounds out of bridgetown barbados that's tristan he says so db doesn't stand for decibel it stands for dawn and beer he's liking dawn it and beer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, Tyler throws in there uh, center point center ports for extreme vehicles. What sorcery is this? <laughs> Who's running center center port? Unless you mean the center port is the the console. Well, yeah, because probably what that means, right? I, I'm guessing that's what it means. <laughs> um, people, I tried explaining that to some of my super street competitors. They're, yeah. They were, you know, because you, you're limited to, what is it, two cubic feet, Jeffrey, I think? Or yes. one and a half cubic feet? Is it two? As far as the set, like an aftermarket center yeah. console, right? Yeah. Yeah, right. And um, I was trying to explain to them that they're like, well, no, I want to just have the whole front empty. And I'm all, well, well <laughs> not necessarily. It, it, it can go either way on that situation. Because if you're, uh, I'm trying to find a good example. Um, let's say Jimbo, mm -hmm. right? We got eight fifteens. It's 
peaking at like 46 ish. And if you put a console in there, you're not tuning that passenger side at 46. If you were to do the math, you're tuning that a bit higher than 46 on that side. Right. And I know Clay had experimented with it when he had the DCs, uh, the originals, and he kind of was on the fence about it, but I think Ray has it out now, and it gained. So, I mean, you have to look at each individual vehicle because oh, some of them... But how, them, how hard is it, it to take, take and build a... Um, a center console, especially, you know, you got all this scrap wood from all the sub boxes you yep. built and just build yep. a center console, try some different shapes and think of it as a port and see what that just might do to your uh, cabin resonance. Calculate how much kind of you're never going to get it exact unless you have an extreme vehicle, but right. Calculate your airspace, kind of guesstimate what you need for a port above there mm -hmm. <clears throat> two cubic feet really doesn't give you a lot to work with no but if you get it tuned as low as you can with the with a console which usually ends up you know you have like an eight inch wide as high as you can go right and that usually gets you tuned as low as possible if you're tuned a bit lower you know especially on the the box peak in mm -hmm. the rear but in those situations, you're more likely to gain mm -hmm. than if you were to have a larger airspace and a bigger passenger side. And um, then you got to look at airflow. That's the other aspect yeah. of the resonance. So if your airflow is correct and you got your resonance correct, you're going to gain. So Clay said he gained with it in, and then Ray said it gains when they took it out, but also different equipment. Mm -hmm all around subs and amps there yes but there was there was work done to the vehicle i believe prior to it coming out <laughs> um mel mel valadez says you got calculated my fatness into the resistance equals plus oh, no. plus 0.4 dbs <clears throat> hey i wouldn't left by you know if you some vehicles if you lean to the middle of the vehicle when you're doing your burp you gain yeah uh and so that would not be allowed if I I'm, caught you doing yeah. that. That would I've be a it. zero I, for the run. I'm just telling I've you, seen... if I caught it, it would yeah. be a zero for the run. Well, just just don't pass the middle, right? Yeah, just don't it, pass yeah. the middle. You could kind of oh, no, lean, that... maybe. <laughs> no, I don't mean like I don't mean leaning as far as it takes to get into the passenger side. Oh, okay. I mean, oh, okay. I mean just leaning kind of <clears throat> over the stick shift or whatever. And mm. doing your burp. Yeah. So and that, they're, they're, ah, okay. They're basically creating themselves, turning themselves <laughs> into a boundary. They are. Where some, where some of that, and you're, you know, you're not near the microphone or the, the sensor. So yeah. you're just kind of leaning over the steering, maybe beside it. And then that's what they're doing. And many, many Lord of bases. That's right. Tell them, Carnal. Right, <laughs> preach, brother. <laughs> yeah, but as always, don't do that if you have never tested it and it's a critical run because you just might fail. So, 
Oh, you mean sometimes when you try something, you lose DBs? <laughs> yep. Yep. And the more time, like I said, the more times you fail, you discover more ways to gain. W would you find that accurate, Jeffrey, when you were building your no wall car and, you know, back in those days? Um, you know, we try something, then, <laughs> okay, it did work, then we just tried something <clears throat> else or just do away with it altogether. Uh, I remember we were messing with like uh, air conditioning and stuff like that, turning it on, oh, yeah. and messing messing with the vents and opening them and you know closing yeah. them and you know. So I mean, it's it's if it's worth trying, try it. I mean, yeah, just like uh, Don <clears throat> here says, you might be able to find something else that might help. So and so we just try. Never underestimate sitting with your vehicle open and staring at it for two hours. <laughs> come up with an idea as a logical way to gain because I have heard <clears throat> and done myself sat there looking, thinking, envisioning the wave propagation from the box, seeing how it's going to refract and you come up with an idea and you sat there for two hours for whatever gain. So so one thing I was um, uh, I, I think you and I had this conversation like I said, Don and I have been friends for quite a few years. Um, we've sat on the phone and had these conversations. He's actually, I believe, the one who suggested the Speaker Builders Cookbook to me um, for me to start looking into that and reading into that. Um, and I believe we actually connected on uh, through the Deckware site. Um, we were talking about yeah. the Wicked One and the uh, Death Box and um, yeah, it was a good basis of design, but then it wasn't complete for what we do. But it was a good yeah. general basic starting point to get a good understanding of what the potential a car could do. The Wicked One was yeah. a wider wider bandwidth horn, Yep, and we just needed it for one note. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so. so Jose says here, funny thing is the six sub version of the widow wanted the cabin to be completely empty, but the 10 wow. sub version didn't care at all either way. And so that would be based on the waves. Now, when you have 10 sub subs mm -hmm. versus six subs, you may have some cancellation happening, um, so that that center console isn't as critical. Would that be how you would describe it, Don? To, to me, that sounds like compression. Okay. Mechanical. So the 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 six. Am I am I hearing this correctly? The six wanted it open. That uh, that is correct. So the eight. No ten. More ten. The ten had more motor force for compression. Therefore, the the load per speaker was less. On, than the one. So when you open gotcha. up a air, when you open up a, a, a listening environment, and remove boundaries and areas where it's going to com uh, complex, you know, screw up the wave. Whenever you have less cones, you you notice that you'll reach that limit where, if you're forcing it to push harder in a given airspace, and you open it up. It'll gain because now they actually have an easier time. So in in that situation, I would probably 
look at how far the coil was leaving the gap, if it was, how much power was applied per 10 versus the six. And uh, th like, there's so many variables there. I mean, it panels flexing in yep. phase versus out of phase. Yeah. Yeah. So um, right here, Tyler says, Don asked me how far the back of my wall was to my windshield. And I told him what I was peaked. He is that good. Um, people that oh, come yeah. to my shows, they'll tell you all the time. Jeffrey did it again <laughs> to me. He popped out and messed up my whole system. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. That, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can. Oh, yeah. It, uh, we're, we're actually going through like a ice snowstorm out here in Texas right now. So, uh, like, uh, I'm surprised the of the electricity didn't turn off but uh yeah sorry about that my bad <laughs> um so uh so people can tell you at the show so i'll look inside of a vehicle get a rough distance of what it is and i'm pretty solid and i'll tell you what your car is going to peak at by your box design versus the distance from your woofers or the back of your box depending on what your system is designed and I, i'll tell people all the time no 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 they're like oh no i peak at 32 hertz i go no you don't you're peaking around 43. You're peaking around 51. You're not peaking anywhere near 32. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And sometimes they're forcing the peak lower, as in the case of yes. Cyclone. In the case of cyclone, almost everybody's forcing the peak to drop. Right. And so they're 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 virtually not running off of resonance. Mm -hmm. So they're they're ideal situation is a vehicle that doesn't move that's basically it yep. if they can stop that vehicle from moving that's going to be the best game but if they can't stop it from moving peak <laughs> it at 40 good luck <laughs> uh yes. so jose says you explained it correctly um tyler said yep he was bang on with his number i used to not anymore so whatever that is oh so somebody put in here mike roth um, he put on here, he goes, uh, the good old home record from Deckware was cool. You know what? This brings up a thing. To be honest with you, oh, Jose Ramos says he likes this guy. I knew you <laughs> would, Jose. This, this is the way your style of uh, podcast tonight. Um, you know what? I'm actually going to call Steve Decker. So I talked to him quite a bit back in the early 2000s because I was trying to understand his designs incorporate them with the stuff I learned from you. And then there was another guy down in um, Phoenix, Kevin Smith. I don't know if you remember Kevin Smith or not. But yeah. um, so between the three of you guys, that's what developed my knowledge of car audio. And uh -huh. I would, I'll tell you right now, I use the three of you. I bounced things off of you guys. I sent you guys so many different designs. And, you know, Steve may not even remember me from then, but I'm, I think I'm going to call him up tomorrow and see if I can't get him on the show for next week. I think he would I be a very interesting person. I remember a message from him way back on the, the forums. What the hell have you done? <laughs> Everyone's asking me for the design. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I think I might have him on. But so once again, he would be a super technical guy. He's big yeah. in the home audio market. Um, yeah. So uh, but he he's one of those proponents for. No, I don't need 20,000 watts. I need 10 watts. I'm going to make you mm -hmm. loud as hell on 10 watts. Right. Yep. Yeah. 
So, but he he's definitely – I'm going to see if I can't get him on here next week. That would be really cool. Uh, Team Mini says, Don is the best assist. Uh, three very smart men on this program. Many of the others are in the audience. So a 48 burp machine playing 26 hertz is forcing, LOL. <laughs> mm. uh, that was from Team Mini. Um, Dean's is the best example of why – Cyclone was created for those vehicles that don't have massive vans with walls because he is so pinpoint accurate on his tunings, on the work that he puts into it, on the, the deadening, that he actually can hang with a lot of those big walled vehicles, uh, like in Cyclone. Yes, definitely. I mean, he... I mean, if you have a wall vehicle that uh -huh. puts the same amount of effort and time and dedication into their vehicle as Steve has done, absolutely, they're going to dominate that class. But when you have a person in a smaller class, they're going to take over almost 80, 90% of those vehicles in the, in the other class. All right, real quick, Tyler says, DB Don, the A-Team, Rip Rock, uh, Borden Beers. I was like a sponge absorbing all the information I could. Um, and, and that ain't no lie. We would literally sit for hours, like even at World Finals, and just talk box theory. Um, and you never, you never, ever stop learning. I mean, no, yeah. uh, like I was telling you before, um, about three Three, four years ago, I began uh, almost a comprehensive study on my own of lithium batteries. Right. And I had so many people asking, okay, when do I change over to lithium? And when do I – and lithium prices were high back then. Mm -hmm. So I began – like I'm, I was never the expert. Still, I'm not the expert on lithium. I know a lot about it. But – when I started back then, you think, wow, this there, there's so much science and technology just in the power supply. Yeah. Not even getting to the acoustic part, but supplying the power. There's so much science, science involved in that aspect that I just lost myself in the technology. And now I'm at a point where I can call the manufacturers up uh, – of these cells and I can talk to their engineers and we actually, I, you know, originally I was like, Oh my God, I couldn't even understand what they're saying. Right. And <laughs> not, and they speak English, most of them. <laughs> and, but now when I ask them for what I'm looking for, they'll say, okay, we can, we have this coming up. They'll send me some cells to test out. And uh, it's, it's at the point where now, they are involved in or involving me in the discussions on some of the new technologies like uh, sodium ion. Have you heard of that yet? It's no. coming out. Hey, so, I hate to do this, Don, but we're going to have to cut you short this week. Sir. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I only get an hour to do this because uh, I got to go oh, take yeah. old people's money. So, um, okay, well. I, I really do do appreciate you. I mean, it's so hard to get you on here because of minor things going on. Um, well, we, you know, my problem is 
when I used to do the car audio as a profession, mm-hmm. when I ran the install base, when I di- when I did, you know, seven eight remote car starters a day, and it would be that way nonstop for four or five months, and mm-hmm. then the other rest of the year I'm building vehicles SPL SPL, mm-hmm. throw in a couple nice ones and sound cue, go back to the remote start car starters. That's what caused this. Yeah. Not Carpal taking tunnel. Care, not uh. taking care of my hands. And for all you guys out there that are doing installs nonstop, take us. Uh, what 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 I'm told is take take time to take care of your hands because you don't want this happening. Yeah. And a lot a lot of those problems are from building speakers too. So <laughs> just take care of your hands. <laughs> All right. Hey, uh, so Don, any last words real quick uh, other than take care of your hands? Um, <laughs> when in doubt, sit down, stare at the vehicle, and commune with it mentally. And, and it helps to caress it, too. <laughs> yes. Talk yes. to it sit sweetly. Stare at yeah, it. Give, give it a name. The less, <laughs> the less time you spend on the internet bitching and moaning about whatever not getting louder or something not working maybe a sub broke and just spend more time testing that's basically the advice because time spent working on the build and making gains and learning more about the vehicle acoustically electronically that's going to reap you more than than not putting the work in so Usually the people at the top are the ones who put the most work in. All right. Um, <laughs> Tiffany says, become one with the vehicle. No, 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 Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jeffrey, any, la- any last words for you, sir? Um, no, just uh, check out dvdragracing.com for uh, all future events uh, coming up in uh, Texas here in the next few months and coming up this summer, so. Okay, uh, Winter Circle Car Audio. That's the first time we've seen them on here. Um, we got to figure out what we're gonna do. We got to do something. We need to get our membership up on uh, on YouTube. We need to get our okay. um, what's it called the uh, subscribers subscription. Yeah. yeah, we need to get subscribers up. So if you guys know anybody, create some fake accounts, become a subscriber, <laughs> whatever. Just saying. Uh, um, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. This week in Car Audio. Uh, also, um, what else would I have going on? I'm going to try and put a show together for next month. Um, so for you guys that didn't know, um, going to drop this real quick here. So the reason I had all that stuff come in last Monday was I found out I had a half sister, like just a couple hours before <laughs> the show. Oh, so, um, is that a congrats? Huh? Congrats. Yeah. It's a good thing. Um, family's always good. I, I really enjoy my family. So um, anyway, so I'm going to uh, fly, uh, drive down to Vegas next weekend and go meet her. So, um, oh, cool. so yeah, so we're doing all that. And uh, that, that's what happened last Monday that I was kind of a little discombobulated, a little texting yep. and doing some stuff. Um, yeah, so uh, please subscribe to us. We need to get to 1,000 subscribers. We're not even close to that. Uh, but it would be great if I could. <coughs> Uh, give us a chance to monetize that. Uh, always remember, uh, support those who support the things that you like to do. We got Crossfire Car Audio, Puns Customs out of 
Michigan, right? Or are they Minnesota? Uh, Michigan. Michigan, that's right. So Puns Customs out of Michigan. Support those because they support the channel. Um, so always support those who support the things you like to do. Remember, always bring somebody with you to every event you can. I don't care if it's USAC, IASCA, DB Drag Base Wars, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Bring somebody with you. Um, the way we grow as a sport is we got to bring new blood in. So always remember, yeah. bring somebody with you, somebody you met at a gas station. Hey, check this out. We're going to be doing a show this weekend. This is where it's going to be. This is what we do. Get people enthused. The reason you, yeah. um, the reason you're part of all this is because you love it. And there's more like-minded people that are still in this thing that love it with you. And the more people we can get to love it, the better it's going to be, the more opportunities we're going to have to share it and uh, put us on bigger platforms possibly. Um, you know, uh, I've been working for three years to try and put together a TV show. It just it's not working out. You know, I'm trying to get something like um, uh, Street Outlaws kind of thing. I've been really trying to work with that. I've talked to a couple people at a different uh, places. And um, my sister, she's actually um, in the movie business tv show <laughs> business so um hopefully that might give me a little in so people will actually listen to me and take it seriously uh these are things i'm trying to do to help you know grow the community and i mean everybody can do a little thing uh the smallest thing you guys can do is bring somebody to an event say here's somebody pounding you can do base race you can do top dog even if you aren't loud right i, I have a, a bit of something to add to that okay um I noticed over the years, and you know, let's we won't go back in the years, early nineties. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's just go back even ten years. Okay. The the your basic common competitor person who gets into audio and competing, we're we're leaning more towards a DIY community. A very heavily DIY. So a lot of the topics that I think we should bring on your show are things that will bring the viewers in as well. Is for example, uh, I didn't get to I didn't get to do anything today, but regarding building your own, I seen three three topics today. People complaining. They want to know how to build the bars, but they have nowhere to start and they can't afford CNC, right? And then another person commented, well, they bought they bought the cells, mm -hmm. but the bars are more money. Yeah. So and, and I don't I don't say don't do DIY. I say if you're gonna do it, learn how to get an idea how to do it first. But I think if we're bringing these sorts of topics Okay. Uh, your basic reconing bar making bars is simple. Reconing is, if it's soft parts, it's quite simple. It, those sort of topics, if you're covering those, I think that's what's going to get you your viewers. Okay. So and what and are you bullying, doing next week, in case uh, I don't get Steve Decker? <laughs> well, I mean, I could go over what I had planned for showing some of the bars and dealing with some of the, the the posts that are not accurate on some of them uh-huh uh that is one of the biggest problems with diy is you don't have a cnc you don't have accurate measurements mm -hmm. how do you deal with it we can cover that if you want 
Okay, well, let's let's see if I can get Steve on here. If not, we'll uh, do a DIY day with you. How's that just, next week? No, just nobody mention acoustics, and we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys, I got to run. I'm already late. I got to get over to the bowl now. I got all these old people trying to give me money, and I want to take it from them. So um, with that being said, hey, I appreciate you, Dom, for coming in. Thank you to all the people that uh, tuned in tonight. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Don did an awesome job. Now he's going to show us around his dang thing again. Oh, what is that? <laughs> uh, that's his, that's his oh, that DIY motor? motor. Oh, that's a Neo motor. <laughs> There's that stuck to motor? it. There's something stuck to it. Oh, that's a it's a thermal electric Peltier cooled motor. Yeah, yeah, wow. we, we got to stay away from stuff like that. <laughs> you don't even get me started. I know. All right, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you to uh, Don. Thank you, Jeffrey. Um, hope to see you guys again next week, five thirty p.m. California time, the only time that matters. And uh, thanks for tuning in. We are out of here. See you guys next week. Whoa, whoa.